trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. Has anything exploded yet? Has, you know, it all gone crash, all gone boom? Can anyone actually hear me? If so, then uh, congratulations, we've officially ticked all the boxes and stuff is actually working. Yes, welcome back to the Topical Resort. I'm, as always, your host. I am, as always, your host, Viper, and we are actually streaming, that's good. So, anyway, um, today is a bit of an exception of a show, because I've been incredibly busy this week. Um, you cannot hear me. Um, right, okay, don't pull this one on me. <laughs> don't pull this one on me. Please, someone tell me. Ah, I've been bamboozled again. Alright, oh, <laughs> someone tell me seriously if this is actually working. Please, before I actually start. Thank you, thank you 20 for being normal. Okay, um, anyway, so, on to the topic of today's show. Yes, as I said earlier, I didn't have enough time really to prepare a show with preparing this new PC and all that other sort of stuff. And I was worried that something was going to go wrong, which it did. So, um... I instead had to write this sort of episode, so it's summer and that means one thing, or at least here in Britain, lots of rain, lots and lots of it. Besides from that, the one thing that makes the season special for me is music, and more specifically game music that fits in with it. Bright and cheerful game music always puts a smile on my face, but the atmosphere of a summer level combined with the bright and cheerful music never fails to bring a good time. So today on Topical Resort, we're going to be taking a look at summer music in mostly Sega games. And I cannot remember what I put up first. Ah, I do remember what I put up first. So, from OutRun, this is Magical Sound Shower, right here on Radio Sega.
me Rock88 and you're listening to Radio Sega delivering you the top Sega tracks and remixes 24 hours a day 7 days a week wow
I'm currently all over the place because um, this is the first time I have done radio on a one monitor setup because I am very used to two, having my audio controls on one screen and my sort of um, the. Let's start again. I'm used to having my audio controls on one screen and then my music and chat on another screen. However, that is currently not possible. And um, for the most part, this is a lot better of a setup, but at the same time, I'm still going to have to get that monitor at some point. But anyway, welcome back to Topical Resort. What you just heard there was from our own Radio Sega 10 Years for Sega is Remix album. That was Am I Only Dreaming, Rob KTA Sleeper Syndicate Mix, as done by Rob KTA, guessing by the title. Before that was from Daytona USA, the Saturn version. That was Sky High, an excellent tune if I must say so myself. And before that from Bayonetta, although originally from Outrun it was just re-released onto Bayonetta. That was Magical Sound Shower. And um, we have absolutely nothing to talk about. So it's completely up to you guys what we talk about this episode pretty much. Except for I have one segment planned, but the rest of it, completely up to you. You guys decide. So if you have anything that you'd perhaps like to talk about in the chat recent events, opinions that you have, I, I mean, I get, sure, go for it, but in, currently in the chat we are talking about the Kirby series, and I brought on a uh, challenge to people, I said, could they find me a bad Kirby game, and uh, we currently got some answers here in the chat. Um, Lost Impact doesn't seem to like Kirby Planet Robot, which I think is a most excellent game, absolutely love Kirby Planet Robot. I, I think... I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as Triple Deluxe, but I still thought it was a very good game. Um, Jamie says Kirby 64, which I replied with, I think Kirby 64 is mediocre in some places, but it's not a bad game. Lost Impact Lost came out of Kirby's Dreamland 2 and Kirby's Epic Yarn. Um, Kirby's Dreamland 2, I don't really consider it a mainline game, but it's mediocre like Kirby 64 and Epic Yarn, Epic Yarn's different just because it's different I don't think makes it really bad in my opinion because honestly it is pretty fun but it, you have to go into it not expecting a standard Kirby experience but it is still a fun game and it isn't like fundamentally flawed like it works at the end of the day and then Jamie says then there's the starter yes there was a bit of a starter because I had a ton of programs open at once Um. Jamie says Dreamland I would class the main games. Well, I class the first Dreamland as a mainline game, but most like collections I've seen, like the Kirby 20th Anniversary Collection, doesn't count Dreamland 2 and 3 as mainline, as far as I'm aware. We obviously need to get the uh, resident, the resident, you know, Kirby expert in here, uh, Chaos Blue, but no, uh, joking. <laughs> uh, Lost Impact says you can't lose in Epic Yarn. Flawed. Just because you can't lose in a game, I don't think, in my opinion, necessarily makes it bad. Like, if the game's fun, that's what matters. It's not about whether, you know, you have a life system or if you can die. But, yeah, I do agree, like, that could make it too easy, which can make it boring, but I believe there is enough content there in Kirby's Epic Yarn to make it fun enough to justify not having enough challenge. Um, so let's see... Um, do we have anything for on the Twitter? No, we do not. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Jamie says that's what put him off playing the game, not being able to lose. Okay, uh, <laughs> it seems I am in the minority here because I don't think Epic Yarn's that bad of a game. I think Kirby 64 is worse. I mean, what? 
Uh, also, one thing that I should probably mention: these talk, these uh, talk breaks are going to be quite short because we want to fit in as much music as possible because that's the whole theme of this. But um, aside from that, if anyone else has got any more Kirby opinions, we'll get them through quickly and then we'll get on some more music. Also, what I should mention is these are like currently in blocks. So that last block we had there was the racing game block. Yes, song, summer songs from racing games. And up next we have the obligatory Sonic block. And after that, guess. Um, Lost Impact says I tried to 100% epic yarn once and gave up after completing the mini games. Uh, they were terrible. I actually had to agree. <laughs> the mini games aren't really what I come for, but at the same time they are awful. I won't deny that. Anyway, uh, I think we're gonna gonna get on and play some more music. So. I'm going to start off with a track that seems to be getting a lot of playtime recently, but it is an excellent track, so I can't I can't hate on it. So, from True Blue, the best of Sonic the Hedgehog, this is a new venture, Surfing SRA Remix, right here on Radio Sega.
tropical resort. Only on Radio Sega.
next, Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. I'm sort of used to waiting for like, the little sweep to come in there and it didn't come in, so it threw me off for a second, but... Now we are back and I still have horrible indigestion. What else is new? So, what you just heard there was from Sonic Lost World. That was Windy Hill Zone 1. And before that, from Sonic the Hedgehog 3, that was Marble Garden Zone 1. And before that, from True Blue, the best of Sonic the Hedgehog, that was a new venture, Surfing SRA Remix. And now, if I can if I can actually speak for two seconds, I'll, you know, just completely... Losing my breath. Um, we got something. We got something to talk about. Uh, something quite sad because I recently received an email and um, I thought I would read it to you because it made me cry a bit. Not gonna lie. So um, if I can, if I can fade this down, we'll do that. No, we won't do that. Okay. Um, that's better. Okay. Um, now I can do this, apparently. Yep, okay. Then what? I, I've never done this before, so, um... There we go, okay, now I can actually get the music down nice and low, so... Hello, my dear. Oh, wait, sorry, I should probably read this out. I should probably read out the subject. Please, I need your urgent assistant. Now, that doesn't make you sad, I don't know what will. So, the email starts off. Hello, my dear. I sent this mail praying it all found you in a good health, in a good condition of health, since I myself are in a very critical health condition, in which I sleep every night without knowing if I may be alive the next day. I bring peace and love to you. It is by the grace of God I had no choice to do what is lawful and right in the sight of God for eternal life, and in the sight of man for witness of God's mercy and glory upon my life. I am Mrs. Marina Bagney Daniel, a widow and citizen of the United States with an apostrophe of America. I am suffering from a long time brain tumour. It with a capital letter has defiled all of all forms of medical treatment and right now I only have a few months to live according to medical experts. The situation has gotten complicated recently. My inability to hear proper am communicating with you with the help of the chief nurse here in the hospital, with all indication my hos- my conditions is really deteriorating, it is quite obvious that according to my doctors, they have advised me that I may not live for too long. Now this does sound like a very serious email, but I assure you it's not, so I'm not reading you out some like very serious person emailing in. This is because the illness has gotten to a very bad stage. Here we go, here comes the juicy stuff. I hope that you will not expose or betray this trust and confidence that I am about to repose on you for the mutual benefit of the orphans and the less privileged ones. Where have the orphans and the less privileged ones come from? I thought you had a brain tumour a second ago. I've, I have some funds I inherited from my late husband. The sum of $9,650,000. $9,650,000. I felt the need to repeat it, okay? Uh, so I'm going to be rich. Having known my condition, I decided to donate this fund to you, believing that you will utilise it in the way I am going to instruct herein. 
I need to assist you and I need you to assist me and reclaim this money and use it for charity works, for orphanages and give justice and help to the poor, needy and a widow, says the Lord. Uh, where did the quote come from? Because I don't remember seeing a quote. Uh, Jeremiah 22, 15, 16. And also build schools for the less privileged that will be named after my late husband, if possible, and promote the word of God. And, okay, right, it just goes on about God for a bit. Um, I do not want a situation where this money will be used in an ungodly manner. That's why I'm taking this decision. I'm not afraid of death. I know where I'm going. I accept this decision because I do not have a child who inherit this money after I die. Please, I want sincerely an urgent answer. If you know, execute this project. Sorry, God. Give you more information on how this will be transferred to your bank account. May the grace, peace, love, and truth of the world of God be with you. And all those that you love and care for. I'm waiting for an immediate reply. May God bless you. Miss Marina Bagney Daniel. So we got 419 on the Topical Resort email. And I thought I'd read it out to you because it was honestly quite funny. Um, let's see what you guys have been saying. Uh, King says I can't stand four kids. Um, um, no one's actually talking about this except for Jamie. <laughs> He says, maybe it's the orphans with the brain tumours. Uh, yeah, the story keeps changing a lot. But anyway, let's go back to our normal music now. I'm bored of this. That's better. Glorious. Yes, that's a lot happier than the sadness music. But um, I thought I'd read that out to you because for some reason, um, people think that Topical Resources are charity. And um, I regret to inform you, we're not a charity. We're just a radio show that's on once once a week. Um, that's nothing particularly charitable, although we are interested in charity work, just not if you're trying to scam me. So, um, that actually brings us on to what 20 has thankfully posted on the Twitter to keep me sane right now. Um, we are currently taking requests for summer vibe-like requests. Non-sega is fine too, but we are keeping them to a minimum. So how did you get those requests in? It's a good question. You can send in a request using the Twitter feed, which is at Radio Sega or at the Green Viper A, at the Real Faker, as Jamie's going to say, ha 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 ha. Or you can send in a request through Facebook, which is Radio Sega. You can send in a request through our message board. That is um, my name on there is Green Viper 8. Send us a disc. You can send me a Discord DM on the Green Viper 8 on radiosc.gf/discord. Or you can send me an email, topicalresort at gmail.com, where you can also um, try and bribe me for my £9 million if you want. That is out open for offer currently. So, um, we are now on to a conversation of four kids, as the chat seems to say. And as I read out earlier from King, I can't stand four kids in general. Lost Impact says, same. My name and kid is Kido Chris Uprising is Kirby, actually. I haven't touched that game in around a year. Tried to 100% it. I need more chapters left on... Uh, Lost Impact says the Sonic X dub is horrible, and I would agree it is absolutely horrible, atrocious of a dub. Atrocious of a dub? Now, now my, now my English is worse than theirs. Um, yeah, Sonic X was a pretty bad dub, but it's not the worst they've done. <coughs> One Piece. Um, it, as the King said rightfully, yes, it wasn't that bad. Just it has loads of weird editing moments to make it suitable for younger audiences. In the Japanese version, Shadow beats the crap out of Chris. Guy knows how to do it. And uh, Jamie says, in the Japanese version, Sonic says shit. You thought I was going to finish that sentence, but no, because we are, after all, trying to keep it clean for the orphan kids who are currently listening into this show. 
Yes, uh, Twinny has a request, and I will put that on, even though I only played it a few episodes ago, because this is a nice song, and I love it, so we are going to stick this on. I played it about two episodes ago, but that don't even matter, because it's, it's a tune. It's a tune. We're going to stick that there. And um, Twinny says, TMNNT was one of four kids' better offerings, that and Ultimate Muscle. They they actually seemed like they cared about TMNT because they actually took time to you know check over the source material unlike other shows, which four kids started out all right and then I don't know what happened they just got incredibly lazy because they got to the top yeah got to the top ha 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 I keep making ac accidental um, jokes in today um, what else we got I don't think we've really got anything much else so. I will still be taking requests for request resort during this song break, but however, now it's time for some lovely music from the request resort. So, we're going to start off with a request that wasn't from Jamie for once. I know, right? He always starts off every request resort, but we're switching this up a bit. So, this was a request from II1980. This is from Tuneetham, and this is Grab Your Sword, right here on the Topical Resort. Request Resorts
to the Topical Resort, right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was by Hideki Naganuma from the game Hover, Revolt of Gamers. That was Heaven Up. Before that, oh, and that was a request by Twinny. And before that, from Sonic Lost World, that was Juice... Juice Act... Oh dear, I've messed up. Juice Archipelago? Archipelago, we're going with Archipelago, final answer. As requested by PT Kickass. Before that, from Super Mario Galaxy, practically the same game as Sonic Lost World, as everyone makes the joke very hilariously. That was Beach Bowl Galaxy, as requested by Jamie, Mr. Wonderman, aka PT Kickass, aka Green58, aka Mr. Rexy Wonderfan. He has a lot of names. And before that, as requested by II1980, from Tune Ethan, that was Grab Your Sword. And once again, that's over. So, um, people in the chat have been talking about um, Hover Revolt of Gamers, and also just in general PCs, and um, I guess why their PCs aren't good enough. Um, apparently, we found, me and, I say me and I, I found out that apparently you can't run Sonic CD on Steam unless you have a graphics card for some reason. It doesn't like. It doesn't like in- integrated graphics, but then Jamie says integrated graphics work fine. So who knows? Also, you may notice the um, you may notice that this is slightly different. This background music because we this has been the same background music I've used since the beginning of the show, but this is actually the proper version because the version that I was using was only two minutes long. Whoops. Whereas I found out there is actually a four-minute version on June Tonight The Works, because the version that I was using was from um, the Sonic 25th Cafe album, which was the two-minute version. And this version is much nicer. And Lost Impact asked, is this Welcome to Station Square? No, but it is a remix of it. It is called After the Adventure from June Tonight The Works. It is a very lovely remix. It is super relaxing. But yeah, um... Actually, you reminded me, um, we said we were going to get on some Gazoogle, so, uh, we'll do that for, we'll do that for the bands. Um, um, okay, uh, the meaning of summer is what I meant to Gazoogle, meaning of summer. Uh, uh, we're basically turning into the Manic Monday show because this is what you guys wanted. This show just gradually regresses in quality. I don't have any sad piano music, unlike Casey. And uh, Jamie says, you need to play quartet one time for this talk bed instead. Um... Lost Impact says I'm hoping for my non-Sega request to be played. Maybe, maybe. I don't know yet. Uh, okay, so uh, we got the Gazoogle definition of summer. So, um, summer, the season of the year between spring and autumn, when the weather is warmest, lasting from June to September, north of that equator, and from December to March, south of the equator. Our thugged out asses have breakfast on the balcony in the summer. Last summer they went to Australia and two summers ago they went to Brazil. That year that shiznit was hot, dry summer. Summer. Weather slash sun. A summer slash summers with a Z day. See also Indian summer. 
Mo examples. Thesaurus cinnamons and related lyrics. Yeah, okay, that's. So, oh, put a thick Essex accent on it. No. Um, also, you seem to have awoken, Casey. Congratulations. This is what you people wanted. Oh dear. This show will never get a lot better, considering I have nothing to talk about and we're only halfway through it. And uh, thank you for 20 to attempting to restore some order to it through the Twitter feed by saying, what's our Discord got topical over earlier? The Kirby series, 4Kids, PC, and Hideki Naganuma's Heaven Up. Indeed, if you would like me to talk about anything or you want to have a conversation about anything in the chat, feel free to just bring it up, because you have absolutely nothing to do. I'm more than happy just to have a general off-topic conversation with any of you guys. Uh, Lost Impact says Summer. The worst time of the year when you burn more than the Secret Rings menu screen while attempting to see your 3DS screen and failing. Oh dear. I mean, did you turn the music up on the Secret Rings menu screen? Because, I mean, Make Believe's Reborn, after all, because that's all you're going to hear on the Sonic and the Secret Rings menu screen, because every time you do anything in the game, Seven Rings in Hand plays. But you, you press the two button to jump, and um, Seven Rings in Hand actually plays. That's a fun little fact that not many people know. But a fun fact that a lot of people know is that Big the Cat appears in the game and Big the Cat's a meme, so there we go. Oh, this is interesting. According to Twitter, Taiko no Tatsujin? I'm going to say Taiko no Tatsujin is getting an English release. I have never actually known how to pronounce it, but it is... But as you, you probably have seen it, you just don't know what the game is. It's that crazy looking drum game that everyone has in Japan, and it's only been released in the US once, and it's coming to the PS4 in the West, and that is very exciting because I'm a huge rhythm game lover. Uh, 20 says, have you seen the clips of the Sound of Sonic performance at San Diego Comic Con, and what's your hot take on the Sonic Archie cancellation? Um, Sound of Sonic performance, I have not seen it, and the Archie Sonic cancellation I will be covering in more detail next week, but the um, Archie Sonic cancellation, what a royal screw-up of marketing, honestly. I think every every step they could go wrong, they made a mistake on. They just absolutely messed up the entire thing. Like, just staying silent about the whole thing, not informing writers on what was happening to them until the very last second. Until the very last second, waiting for months when multiple people have pre-orders and pay good money for these comics. I think it's just an absolute disaster and. They've lost the Guinness World Record. 24 years for the longest running video game comic is now gone because I couldn't be bothered to keep up the funding. The best part is that, um, I can't think of their proper names, but, oh, um, is it novels? I feel like it is novels. Like the term when you put a ton of comics that are meant to be in one series into one book, I think it's novels, I'm not sure. There were still novels that were waiting to be released, as Roxy pointed out, the, um, the world's... The, not the one that I have, so I'm going to have to look at which one this is. Um, world's... World's Unite's the new one. Um, world's Unite Part 3 has not been released in book form yet, and neither has Sonic Mega Drive Overdrive, the one that I was personally looking forward to because I didn't care too much for Worlds Unite. Worlds Collide was very cool. Uh, volumes is what Jamie's saying. Thank you. Um... Lost Impact says, I think Sega are to blame for this, honestly, with all their stupid rules. I want to see Mephilus and Doomy in the comics. 
Um, I don't think that probably would have happened. I think they wanted to probably keep those characters out just because they weren't particular fan favourites. And it is all Sega's fault because Archie didn't really have a clue during the situation. They were waiting for an official statement from Sega themselves during this whole ordeal. So I think that's pretty much what happened. You know, like, um... Sorry, I keep having to take a drink. Um, yeah, I think that's what's happening. I think it is Sega's fault. But, um, both parties, I think, can be blamed because both parties have pure, poor communication, but at the same time, Sega should have let Archie and the writers know in advance what happened. And, um, um, what else we got in the chat in terms of other topics? I know it says I'm going to make a parasol for the 3DS or just use my daughter's Hello Kitty umbrella. Well, I mean, it would fit the, um,. It'd fit the whole Hello Kitty faceplates that you have on your new 3DS, so I don't see why you shouldn't use the Hello Kitty umbrella. Because you just look really stylish out like that in public. Then again, you're a dad. You, um, the, day you, the day you had a child, you lost the right to complain over what you're wearing or what you're carrying. So, I mean, I guess that's what happens. If, if you're told to carry a Hello Kitty umbrella, you carry the Hello Kitty umbrella. You don't get a choice anymore. Anyway, enough rambling, we're going on to another block here, and this is the non-Sega block, and this is only two tracks, so like I said, wanted to keep it to a minimum. And um, up first, I think this is a complete tune. Um, it doesn't say it, because I messed up the metadata, but it, from Cave Story, this is On to Grasstown. Enjoy.
Yes, we may be slacking on other segments, but that does not mean we are slacking on the topical thesis. Welcome back to the topical result. What you just heard there was from Mighty Switch Force 2, an absolutely class soundtrack, if I must say so myself. That was Rainbow Love Zone. All of the songs in that game are excellent. Same with the first one, highly recommend you check it out. I'm going to keep playing it until eventually you download that game soundtrack. Before that, from Cave Story, that was on to Grasstown, also an absolute tune. Some lovely 2004 chippy goodness right there. But um, it's now time for the Topical Resort. The Topical Resort? Yeah, it is funny enough. No, it's time for the Topical Thesis, which is where I take an opinion that I come up with or I've heard around the Sega community, and I give my spin on it, three points for, three points against, and come to a justified conclusion on whether I think on whether I think I agree or disagree with the statement, and then I read out your opinions on what you think about the statement. So, um, since it's become a bit of a meme because Jamie went on the Sunday Funday and talked about Nintendo instead of Sega, um, my question to you today is, should Sega make many versions of their consoles, i.e. high quality software clones rather than real hardware clones like an app games or something, or the newer app games which have like cartridge slots and stuff. So, one of my points for this is, Sega reviving old franchises and consoles could bring them back old fans. They're the fans that mean the most because they're the fans that are more likely to be loyal to you, unlike your new fans which seem to hate every single decision you make. Like Crash 40 not coming back, are we going to bring that back as a meme? Hopefully not. Um, aside from that, you've also got the fact that it's a very low production cost, so low production cost, high profit means they can put it into other other resources, they can make games with the money that they make off a software clone console. You know, this is a point we bring up quite regularly, but an easy profit for them to put back into other things. And uh, it funds other endeavours and games, which we just mentioned. Um, however, points against. Sega may become dependent on making low effort consoles instead of games. If they just earn an easy profit, why not just bank the profit, run off, and then make another one, and then bank the profit off that instead of putting it into actual projects and, you know, games, because why would they do that when they can make easy money off, you know, con consoles which take practically no effort? Um, resources are put into products like this that don't need it rather than games or merchandise, you know. This doesn't require too much development work, and yet, because it's the... It's... Because it's like the best-selling thing that they're currently making, all their resources are put into it. When it doesn't need that many resources, because it should effectively be incredibly easy to make. So why put that in, into that instead of real games or making merchandise for franchises or stuff? And Sega, unlike other companies, doesn't have a ton of memorable consoles aside from a few consoles or consoles which stand out for the wrong reason. The only consoles you could really make an effective mini out of would be the Genesis slash Mega Drive, the Master System, you probably do want the Master System actually, um, the Saturn and the Dreamcast. That's four consoles, unlike Nintendo which have plenty up their sleeve providing the technology allows it in future years. Now, I know they have had other consoles, but you can't tell me your average consumer is going to go out and buy a 32X Mini or a Sega Pico Mini, it's just not going to happen. Whereas you can get your average consumer to go out and buy a Game Boy Mini or or a Nintendo 64 Mini or a SNES Mini, but you can't get them to go out and buy a 32X Mini because who has ever heard of a 32X who isn't a Sega fan? And then what Sega fan is going to want to buy a 32X because it's got two good games on it? 
but yeah, like they have a limited supply of these easy cash grabs, so it would be good if they based their entire financial profits off of it. So in conclusion, although Sega may have only a limited supply of consoles, and it may lead to them getting lazy, Sega having a little extra income for almost no work could lead to new games which could be funded otherwise, therefore I believe that Sega making mini versions of their consoles would be a good idea. What about you? You have many places that you can get in your opinion. You can get it in through Twitter, you can get it in through Facebook. The Twitter is at Radio Sega, and my Twitter is at the Green Viper 8. Also forgot to mention, there is now a show Twitter at Topical Resort, which basically just retweets any tweet that you tweet at me. Because why not? Um, aside from that, you've also got Facebook, which is just Radio Sega. you got Discord, RadioSC.ga forward slash Discord. You've got a private message on the Radio Sega forums, I'm Green Viper 8. And you have email, topicalresort at gmail.com. It's starting to get a bit too long. It started off as just Twitter and Discord. And now I have way too many places you can contact me. This is slightly an issue. Um, Jamie says, Sega should do what Nintendo are doing and instead just simply give out the license. At games, hardware clones have such... has been terrible, such poor emulation, no compatibility with the full library of real carts and terrible sound emulation. I.I. says, ooh, mini Mega Drive 1 with mini CD drive and then 32X on top. Lost Impact says, sounds like a great idea, I'd definitely buy them. I don't see why people really wouldn't buy them, like, they're inexpensive and they provide a lot of games legally. Something which, you know, a lot of people wouldn't be down for. And, um, I.I. said, I like the above, but no, Sega are going in the right direction, so it doesn't need distractions. Um, as for Twitter, we have in an opinion... Oh, I didn't mean to retweet, it was Radio Sega, whatever. Um, as for Twitter, we do have an opinion. Um, Shields, who was in the chat last week, believes that they should not make mini versions of their consoles, which I think is completely fine, personally. It, I mean, it's whatever you want to do at the end of the day, and that's the account that I meant to tweet it from. That's better. Um, Rex, let's see what Rexy said. Ah, Rexy's is not related to the topic of the episode. But we we're gonna read it out anyway because we don't have. I, I said topic of the episode, we don't have a topic. But I mean, we're gonna read it out anyway, even if it's not relating to the, um, the thesis. So, Rexy says, Ha, my brother's girlfriend's little boy has been making me play Crash Insane longer than I should today because he's too scared to do most of the levels and wants me to do them. But the question is, has he done Stormy Ascent? Because I haven't, because I don't have the game, because I'm too poor. Oh dear. Uh, I want the game, but I'm too poor. I'm just going to have to play the PS1 originals. But truth be told, unpopular opinion, I think the Insane Trilogy, in some cases, looks a bit like one of those lifeless, blank, in Unity videos. I'm sorry, but it's true. I think I still look like very good remakes, but the graphics just make me go like... Oh, it just looks like one of those YouTube videos where someone recreates a game in Unreal Engine 4, where it looks practically nothing like the original. But aside from that, I think we are going to get on with some more music while we wait for stuff to come through on Twitter, or in general, through any outlets. So, I'm going to play you a Vocaloid track, because we have previously skimmed out on some Vocaloid tracks, and there's some very good Vocaloid summer tracks. So we're going to start off with a track from Hatsune Miku, Project Diva F. This is Summer Idol, right here 
on Radio Sega.
Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Ha! Did I trick you? You thought it was going to be um, the Discord call-in, but no, because we don't have anything to talk about. So, instead, nice talk bit here. Um, I have no clue what we're going to do with this, so once again, if anybody has anything that they'd like to talk about, feel free to throw it my way. Whether it be through Twitter, through Facebook, through Discord, through whatever. But this is also a very lovely song. This is the Epitos Jazz Quartet, and I had to pick this as the background music because it's lovely. It was originally going to have this as a talk bed, but there's just nowhere where I could really slot this in. Because all the tw- I have talk beds for every segment, so it's just there was nowhere I could really slot this in. So this is just like a, a backup track in case you know something goes wrong. Also, that is not meant to be the track played there. This is meant to be the track played there. That's better. So, um... IS says I could talk about Doom and not playing it yet. Um, Lost Impact says talk about Roger Van Der Weed. Uh, I know who you're talking about, I just can't pronounce the name. But, um, yes, but before I do that, I just remembered. Um, I should probably warn you. Um, currently, the power grid has been absolutely amazing, and um, the other side of my village has been cut off power. So, um, if I suddenly go offline mid-conversation, one, you wouldn't miss me, but two, it means the power's gone out. So, um, <laughs> Rexy can start Sega Mix Drive early, because no one wanted to listen to me anyway, indeed. Um, aside from that, um, I don't really know what to talk about in terms of the uh, Roger Van Der Weed videos, because... What is there really to comment on? Like, uh, I know what they are, and obviously I think they're funny, but how do I really sort of comment on them? I don't know, I guess they're funny and they work well. Apparently. Yeah. I know, I think you, I would definitely recommend you check them out, because I'm not describing them with justice, obviously, because they're very good. But... It's sort of a difficult subject to talk about, because how would you really sort of describe comedy videos? Um, Lost Impact says, which is your favourite? Um, I don't remember too many, but the only one I remember off the top of my head is the SA2 ones. I'm going to say the SA2 one. I remember definitely watching them, I just don't have any specific memories of them other than the SA2 one. So I guess it would be that one. I found that one decently funny. I will go back and watch them probably tomorrow because I'm not doing anything tomorrow. Got Sega Mix Drive with Rexy is up next. And wouldn't you rather listen to that than me rambling on for no reason? And uh, you have not caught me eating in the middle of um. You have not caught me eating in the middle of Topical Resort because why would I ever do that? I'm not a horrible host at all. But somebody please take the chocolate away from me. Oh, they did Studioopolis at the um, Sega event thing that was on last night, because I can't remember its name. I am going to listen to this later, because there is going to be some fire tracks at this live event. This one band says, are you talking about 
Are you talking about those flash videos that do Sonic games in so many minutes? Partly yes. Yes. Um, so I'm just trying to concentrate while like a million fl messages are coming flooding in from multiple places. That's fun. Um, I really don't have too much more to say. I apologise. Um, next week I will have a lot more to say, but um, I'm going to be honest. I had half an hour to write this episode this week. 30 minutes <laughs> compared to the usual three hours I have to write an episode because I've been I've been sorting out my new PC and I've also been trying to scramble around to finish work desperately but that's all over and done with. Thank goodness so next week we'll be back on topic with a off topic episode. I'm aware of the irony in that statement but anyway I think I'm going to get on with the, um, um, what's the next topic? Well, it's off topic, so that answers your question. We're going to be talking over the month's news, or two months, since we missed last month's. Yes, we'll be talking over the month's news in terms of Sega, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover next week. But anyway, I think I'm going to get on with the Toppy Mix segment for now. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's one Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode, one remix relating to the topic of the episode, and one non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode. So... I'm going to start off with a track which some of you very may recognise if you um, listened to a previous show by me, but um, I requested it once because, oh haha, it's very funny, it was it was a talk pad that I used to use, but it's an incredibly catchy song and I've had it on repeat quite a lot despite the fact, you know, I shouldn't play it, so um, if this means anything to you and if you are around before, this is Sonic 3D Blast on the Saturn. This is Green Grove Zone Act 2, right here, on the Topical Resort. Let's get scratching.
the rabbit from the mighty zone runners crew I'm chilling with the hedgehog house C and the crazy robo Sergey We're hailing from planet Mobius and you all know it can get hectic when running those zones So right now we're just gonna break it down for you on how we're chilling Yeah, it's a lazy day for a doc Yeah, I'ma just kick it in the lab with my feet up Crack the top off a green hill block Knock back a six pack by noon o'clock Call up the bunny man in the starlight Said, what up, Val? Well, I'm kicking for a little while I ain't running up some today I'm just chilling, chilling out in my own way I heard rule 34, lick the pick of that girl Rouge your dog, I'm like, click, no smashing TVs I'm watching that shit, a bit of One Piece And I binge on Netflix You can say my day's been a waste But hell, I still drop 16 in a base In the ZR fam, this is how we be in 2015 So I can stop time and go for a stroll Move slow, hit the slope and then just roll And all the rings that I've collected Are sitting real nicely in my bank protected The character I've selected I am content with That's why you see me bouncing with the vibe is splendid uh. When I'm just trying to get along Go away and just flip it like my Uncle Agro I haven't seen him in a minute He must be occupied by metropolis business Running all night to fulfill impossible wishes But as for me, I love being at ease So make a please no interrupting When I'm stepping with Bonnie Rabbi And a WD for this slushy in my hand I got the touch so sweet Start gazing at the night circuitry Never want my guitar generally weeps But no woman, no cry My crazy side will die Just getting shut high Till it's time to run another dope Just like Shout out to all the ones you ain't seen for a while Everybody wondering where they are But just know they're still out there doing their thing Holler at them when you see them Yo Mighty the armadillo still be running zones Ray the flying squirrel still be running zones Knack the weasel, yeah he still be running zones Honey the cat, yeah he still be running zones Sally Acorn still be running zones Techno the canary still be running zones Being the dynamite still be running zones Bart the polar bear still be running zones that's how we doing it, 2015 till infinity, uh, CR baby.
and welcome back to the Topical Resort. What you just had there was from Super Meat Boy, to be more specific, the Xbox 360 and PC version of the game. That was McLarty Party People. The theme was Chapter 7, also known as Cotton Alley. Do not be themed by the cutesy music and the um and the cutesy music and the name, because it is actually the most difficult level in the game. It's absolutely brutal and that is no sarcasm, it actually will completely destroy you the first time you play it, so go with caution into chapter 7, but that's after you've beaten the main game anyway, so there's nothing to worry about, because if you've beaten the main game you probably can do Cotton Alley. But before that was from the Zone Runners, that was Still Chillin' Till Infinity, a, a, a remix which I really like in my opinion. Jamie, as he rightfully mentioned in the chat, they would love it if they were instrumental versions of all the Zone Runners tracks, which I agree with, because I would use that track as a heartbeat if there was an instrumental version. I'd use it as a talk bed all the time in this show, because it is a great instrumental. To be more specific, it is a remix of the Sonic R options menu and another track, which I cannot remember off the top of my head, but mainly Sonic R options menu, which is an awesome track, which I'm really glad they remix as well, because one thing that I like about the Zone Runners is the fact that they go between heavily covered songs and songs which haven't really been that well covered. Like the Sonic R Options menu, who does a remix of that? But anyway, before that was from Sonic 3D Blast Saturn, or you may recognise it as the Talkbed music for the Suckcast Hour or the Dreamcast Hour. I'm just going by Jamie's name for it. That was Green Grove Zone Act 2. And now it's time for the end of the show, so thank you for this very rambly, very off-topic, very strange episode of the Topical Resort. We will be back to normal as of next week when we will be bringing you the month's news, because I feel like it. But um, as for now, I'm going to see what you guys have to say in the chat for the last... Um... Oh yeah, Jamie's right, it was the lame cast hour, sorry I got it wrong. Um, aside from that, let me just do a double last minute thing of me, yeah, check of Twitter and everywhere else. Okay, that seems good. And I think that is where we're going to end it off today. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening. I have been your host, Green Viper 8. Thank you so much. And as of, and as always, stay topical. Uh, that's not where we're ending. It's just I I couldn't speak for a second, but um. Yeah, we're going to end this off with the obligatory track, the track you knew it was coming, but yet somehow no one requested. So, we're going to end off with Sonic R, and we're going to end off with Can You Feel The Sunshine. I have been your host, Green Viperate. This has been the Topical Resort. Hope to see you again next Friday at 7pm BST for another fun-filled show, complete with horrible opinions from myself and the chat. But as always, stay topical.
Radio Sega is social. Like us at Facebook.com slash Radio Sega and follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Radio Sega. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 